Hello guys, welcome to the Dupe Scoop podcast. I hope you're good. I hope you're well. This is episode 101 and we're talking all about what is the GOAT challenge and, and, and what's happened in tonight's stream. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I've uploaded a video onto YouTube uh, explaining basically all of this. And what I have done is I've taken the audio from that video and put it into the podcast with this intro so i just wanted to just uh, just to explain that right at the start it's about 15 minutes long um it's a really good es explanation of my thoughts my feelings and how i plan to take tackle the goat challenge and a little bit of a an in-depth overview to the finances and 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 the signings that has happened tonight um but yeah i hope you enjoy it's slightly different it's it's i don't it, it's yes some people may say it's lazy some people may say the fact that it just sees me having to do it twice repeating myself um because i did quite a good explanation on the video okay guys so uh, yeah peace out much love enjoy the um the, the the podcast and we'll speak to you very very soon goodbye right so welcome back to the channel today's video is all about the goat challenge i want to explain to you the save that's happening at the moment over on twitch.tv forward slash loop and also i want to just talk you through what's happened so far so you can catch up now, the best way to catch up is via the Dupe Scoop podcast. The link to that is down in the description. Uh, it's a daily podcast all about this save. It's about six to ten minutes long. Normally, sometimes it's a little bit longer. Um, and it is just an update of what you what happened on the stream before. So you don't really miss anything. So first and foremost, let's talk to you about the GOAT challenge. It is a very simple challenge that I can outline to you. The aim is to go from unemployed to the top of the hall of fame to be the greatest of all time to be the goat however how you get there it's a little bit different because what i would like to do is do a pentagon challenge in between so we want to go to asia to africa to south america to north america and to europe and win a champions league in every single place and then get to the top of the hall of fame now you should be close like you should be close with those those five Champions Leagues, winning the leagues, winning the cups. Obviously, the higher the rep is later down the line of the league, the more uh, Hall of Fame points that you win. So you would like to think that once you go to Asia, to Africa, to and you travel the world round to Europe, when you get to Europe, that should be where you start to accumulate many, many points and get to the top of the Hall of Fame. Now, that's a big challenge. Like, it's a really big challenge. It's a tough challenge. It is a daunting challenge. It's almost, so to speak, completed it, mate, in my opinion. Uh, we did the Achievement Hunter last year, which we plowed 2,000 hours into. Every single waking minute felt like I was thinking about that save, that challenge. The, the fact that we brought seven saves into one to make it to the Achievement Hunter. Here, this is all just done on one save file. And that save file started yesterday on opening night. Uh, we streamed it. We started. We managed to find um, a team. We loaded in all of Asia, all of Africa. I say all of Africa, just South Africa. So all of Asia, all of Africa, and all of South America. We hunted around for a job. We had a few offers. Surprisingly, I've got it. Oh, and also, like I say, got in with zero coaching badges. So nothing. We are we are just the average Joe off of the street. So it's not a... It's, we're not giving ourselves any advantage. We've also gone in with having zero, and I mean zero um, attribute. Like the, there's no attributes. I cannot see attributes. I have to scout players to get attributes. So the attribute masking is on. I always get those like, muddled up. The leagues we have loaded in Asia is Australia, Hong Kong, India, Indonesia, Malaysia, Singapore, and Korea. 
and obviously China. In uh, we have South South Africa in two, and then in South America we have Argentina, Brazil, Chile, Colombia. We have um, Peru, Uruguay. I like I missed one, but no, that is it. Um, yeah, that's it. And um, we the way that I want to challenge this is I would like to go to Asia first, then Africa, and work my way in South America, North America, and Europe. And the reason that we've added the Pentagon in is solely because I don't want to be boring. I could quite easily go and find go straight to Europe, um, where I've managed on multiple occasions. I've never done a Twitch stream or a Twitch save apart from over in the MLS, but outside of Europe. So come on, let's do something different. I'm challenging myself to the utmost and I'm trying to do the best that we can do. What we have been able to do is we've been able to get ourselves a job in China. So I think the best thing to do is introduce you to the team, some of the players, and get ready for me to butcher the names. Here we go. So the only other thing that we have done is we've added the real name fix. Um, and like I said, there's all the leagues. The fact that the in-game editor is not allowed. We've got a large database. We will be moving the leagues off as we come on. So let's say this year we, we managed to complete Asia. We won't, but let's say we managed to complete Asia. We then move to the next place, which would be South Africa. And as we move there, we would remove Asia off of our kind of total of leagues. We would then add the leagues we want to add in North America, uh, Canada and and, and MLS and, and Mexico and I do to be fair I want to head to Mexico I'm doing an MLS save later down the line so I don't really want to do MLS so for me Mexico would probably be the, the nation that we go to and then vice versa when we get when we finish um Africa we would then move over to South America we'd add the European leagues when we finish there we would then take the leagues we don't need out clean it up so the database isn't huge and my PC absolutely struggling so let me introduce you to the team so I guess the best way to do it is is be honest and say I don't know how to pronounce the name properly. We're gonna go with Johu Dongwu, I believe, in China. They are a newly formed team in 2008. They have, they play at the Shanghai Stadium, which is 56,000 capacity. We have 958 as yeah 958 season ticket holders. They have a I mean, social awareness and social distancing before social distancing was even a thing. Look at this. Um, we took over these with eight games to go last season. So I'll jump you straight into that. Um, and this is where we took over. And we took over after they did back-to-back -back wins. They were 12th position. Uh, there's 18 teams in the league. The bottom two get relegated. Um, the top two get promoted or they go into playoffs. But majority is that that middle bit is safe and we needed to be safe that's all they wanted us to do was just not get relegated our first game in we came in and ling feng got two goals for us to come back from a one nil deficit to win two one uh we then played second a uh, third in the league and they absolutely smashed us we then played um bottom of the league beat them one nil we drew with eight um i think these were eighth in the league which was fine we lost the top of the league second bottom we drew we drew with and then we went and actually beat our last game of the season, which was like fifth or sixth. Um, it did really well because we were safe. And like the safety for me was the main factor. We didn't do any transfers. We didn't do any business because we weren't able to. There we go. We sat there in fifth. In 12, sorry. Uh, won nine games, drawn 12, um, lost 13, scored 43, conceded 58, negative 50, uh, 15 goal difference, 39 goal um, points 
total and as you can see that the teams that went promoted and, and all that jazz these go up to the super league in china and the super league is the probably the league that you would know the best they have the shanghai um teams they have uh, i'm not going to try and pronounce the teams but they have the, the the big players right um and if we go into the season preview you can see they have players such as oscar you might if you remember when oscar moved over um I mean, how is he actually doing it? He's at Shanghai. He's doing all right, to be fair. He's still valued very highly. But there was a £49,000 uh, 49, a week uh, cap on all um, on all foreign players. So the registration rules are a bit tricky. So let me, I mean, we're going to talk you through. It's going to be like a season review this and a little bit in, in thing. So first and foremost, if you'd like to get involved and watch this save, you can do over at twitch.tv. We are live every single day. We're doing this. Some of the weekends, we're going to be doing some of the networks every Friday night FM. You can come check that out too. Uh, but here we go. So the League One registration rules will allow three foreign players, minimum of three under 21 players trained. So homegrownness, that's fine. We'll, we have to have a minimum of three goalkeepers in the squad. We're allowed four foreign players registered. So what that means is, is I've got three now. So when it comes to January or the next, the, the next window, the mid-break window, if I was to sell a foreigner... I can't then just buy another foreigner back. That gets to, oh, I can buy one. I can't like swap all three out. I can only have four maximums. Maximum of four new over 21 domestic registered players, including Hong Kong um, and, and all the other Chinese. So the thing with that was, was everyone's on a one year or, or a two year contract. So when it come up, we had a load of players that we just got rid of because at the end of the year, I wasn't going to renew their contract. They wanted big contracts. I need to reduce the, the money. I'll talk to you about the finance in a second because that's a shit show. But um, I was like, oh, we just get rid of them. We can pick loads up all on free transfers. It's fine. Managed to max out uh, getting the maximum amount of value on our wage budget available. And then it turns out you can only sign four non-over-21 domestic players. Um, so, yeah, we're in a bit of trouble with that. Um your goalkeeper has to be chinese that's a bit of a weird one and you're allowed 30 squad size 15 minimum um so there is there is some interesting things that's come about we have bought some interesting players um one thing i will say is our backup chinese goalkeeper has been sold by the club we still have sun lee sun lee is 32 years of age he'll probably last as long as we last here we cannot get uh, any sentimental value to the squad. I need to get the team into a good position for me to then be able to get coaching badges and move on. That is kind of the ruthlessness that we need. But the young lad got sold, which uh, which is a bit of a pain because he's our backup. Uh, and a couple of players we've sent out on loan. No, we haven't. Sorry. <laughs> what a lie. Um, a couple of our players have gone out to the 2001 China PR national youth team. Now, I didn't really know what that was until I looked into it um that is the national service um and they've gone and done the national service for the for the army and they'll be back next year they are young they're 16 and they are um they're both 16 it's got me thinking and i don't know whether this is true and i'd love to know, I'd lo you know i'd love to know i'd really would love to know but um it got me thinking i wonder whether they come back and you see physical attribute changes because in theory in theory, I would think that maybe you would. Because, now hear me out here, but if they've gone to the army 
and they've got better or they've done physical training then surely their attributes should go up i don't know if anyone out there knows let me know um so we've brought two foreigners in which maxes out our foreigners national limit i've decided to bring my foreigners in we have one guy up front uh called junior very good um he's congolese i believe he's very good he hasn't played much because he's in it been injured for us and i you know as much as i like tall center backs so i decided to go to foreign players to get the, the tall center backs i have a six foot two chap 13 heading 12 jumping reach uh 11 tackling he's uh he's from uruguay he cost it cost us nothing to bring in but we had to open up the world of of our scouting so we had to pay 60 grand for a month of scouting to get him in which was a bit of a risk uh i bought buy-in which is a young under 20 chinese chap uh 14 finishing um he's he's got poor composure but he's good at heading he's six foot so he, that is that you know that's a really good height in this league so fingers crossed he does well as well and then we brought friend senga we brought andreas friend senga which is a canadian center back again a little bit on the shorter side but he's just got really good tackling really good marking really good heading and i just think he's a really good all-round player uh we still have a lot more to bring in um because that's not enough and our squad is very depleted we currently are cycling through as many trialists as we can i currently have a squad of 16 our youth are terrible um so we will be trying to bring in a lot more financially we are eight hundred and thirty-three thousand pounds in the red now that doesn't sound too bad but our income is ninety thousand pounds uh, uh sorry our, our income is not ninety thousand pounds our income is fifteen thousand on average um because we've just sold a big player there um we don't bring in much every month it's a it's a bit tough it is really a bit tough um our projections would state that we are going to be very financially crippled shortly this is not down to me i know again a lot of people may say it's that you know i i'm not very good with finances however it, it, i've not signed anybody if anything i have reduced the budget the wages down uh, when i took over we were on fifty nine thousand pounds a week wages we're now spending 46 yes we've got to get a few more players but we're currently spending forty six thousand pounds a week so uh it's not as bad um i've not really touched the the the, the, the coaching stuff because we can't get any better than we've got so I just think at the moment, we are just sitting tight, looking at what we can and cannot do. And then we're just basically looking for that next move. This is all streamed over live on twitch.tv. If you'd like to come and watch, you can do. The link is down in the description. The link to the podcast, which some of you might be listening to on the already, the link is down in the description. The audio from the video is being put onto the podcast, if you didn't know. If you didn't get that, then you didn't know. So if you want to watch the video and want to watch the stuff that's behind the voice, you can do over on my YouTube. The link to that is down in the description as well. But that does bring the podcast and the video to a close. Uh, we are live again tonight, so we hope to see you there. We have a tactic video out tomorrow, the highlight killer, highlighting just how good that tactic and system is. And I'd love you to try and check that out too. Uh, and we have more videos planned for next week. Um, but yeah, until next time, peace out, much love. Enjoy the rest of your day. We are on hump day today and we are nearly, nearly close to the weekend. But we will see you all very, very soon. Peace out, much love. Goodbye.